Today is Wednesday, December 29th, and the boys are back in the studio. What's up, guys? I hope everyone had a Merry Christmas, a great holiday. We didn't want to come out with an episode last week just because, you know, a lot of people were busy doing whatever. Um, so what's up, guys? We're back. What's up, man? How are you? Yeah. Did you get that butt plug you wanted, Nick? I did get that butt That's plug. That's nice. Actually, over Christmas, my family was moving houses, so I spent four days... Uh, and they woke up late on Christmas because I'm a youngin. But they woke up late on Christmas, so we couldn't actually have our dinner. We just ordered Chinese food and moved furniture. Perfect. Oh, that was my Christmas. It was great. <laughs> what did you guys do for Christmas? Anything Anything crazy? Anything crazy happen? Well, we happen to be together. Christmas for Drinks us is, flowing. is a special time of year, man. Um, Uncle Joe. Eli's Shout dad. Shout out, Uncle Joe. The go. The go. Giuseppe. Yeah. Right there. What a guy. Dude, brings it all together, man. It really does. Like, the prime rib, the penne, oh. the chicken marsala. Like, when you're real drunk, you go to the chicken fingers. The martinis, just forget Never about stop. it. Never stop. Dude, and then every year my mom joins, Um, that's so funny, because she joins the beer club at work. She'll bring over, like, fucking 15 winter beers that are, like, 11%, and no one can even drink them because everyone's, like, three or four martinis deep by 3 p.m. It's Dude. out of control. Yeah, they uh somebody brought I think it was your dad Jared he brought a bottle of te- uh not tequila oh, vodka. vodka dude it's the biggest bottle I've ever seen bro it's like yay big bro I'm <laughs> telling you this thing was like a dog on its hind legs TK and that thing was around, gone man. by like dude two forty five but like in the name of Christ you know what yeah. I'm saying like Back. so drink yeah. this and remember it to me and exactly. we do because you feel the love man like it's just and then all the sins you commit don't count no I mean and we were du- yeah we hit, we hit works, licks right? I hit licks were hit on Christmas no dude watching tickets. football <laughs> yeah we play yeah it's it's cool because we do like the same thing every year it's like a tradition man and it's special time and and um, just like really grateful for everything that Uncle Joe does and like all of our families coming together because they're not we're not like not everyone's related, but it's like a friendship and it's something they carry on. Like that stuff in the world, man, you got to cherish it because it's beautiful. Definitely is. Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, we got our guy Nikki Q back from vacay. How was yeah. it, bud? The sunny uh, Florida coast? Yeah, it was It was great. Um, it was dark, dark piece right here. But you remember all the tornadoes and everything that <laughs> yeah. came about? Okay. All right. right. Well, well, unfortunately for everyone, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. un- unfortunately for everyone there, but I went right after all that and there was a heat wave that followed the tornadoes. So I got 85 and sunny degree weather every single day down there. Wow. Oh, your poor so, pasty skin. Yeah, I know. But uh, it, it was awesome, dude. Uh, I left at like 7 a.m. I got there at like 11, 1130 ish. It was real quick. Uh I was hungry. I went to a bar like the first two hours I was there. Next thing I know, I'm sitting next to one of the realty, because I'm a real estate game, realty oh, CEOs oh, okay. of the fucking island who owns over 90 properties, and, and the base minimum one there goes for like $1.1 So him and I were just having Jeez. a drink hmm. within my first two hours there, shared all our info, blah, blah, blah. I'll be talking to him soon. We'll see what happens. 
But that was just the first two hours of my day. The rest of it was fantastic, dude. That's awesome, man. We yeah. definitely got to tra- take a uh, trip down there. Absolutely. Dude, mm. Tornado, side note, remember that video with the old guy he called into a radio station? He's like, yeah, hey, we got all these tornadoes on the count of all these traffic circles you guys are putting in. <laughs> that, Jesus. That was a guy from, like, like, local where we grew up, Eli. Yeah, he was, like, local where we grew up 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 in the uh, yeah, yeah, or the corn cornfield up it, north. Isn't it PA. crazy? Like, the time, like, the, the time and the opportunities that people will take to just shit on anyone like it's like the guy that caught the baby out the fucking burning window in north philly caught more balls than aguilar today <laughs> you know what i mean aguilar. Like, literally like a, a a tragedy is occurring and these people need to either you know roast the state government for not being able to fucking do any work on the roads or professional athletes because they can't catch something like well, it's jesus just, it's because how us normal people relate that's what it is um, I know Jared had a little messy payroll story for us. Uh, tell us more about how your job can't pay you on time. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at this. So I just took a picture of the beer of the week. I'll get into that, Frank. Um, and I just forgot that I sent you guys a screenshot yesterday about from me, one, one card. For anyone that plays video poker, I'm one card away from the Royal that would have paid eight grand. Shit. Yeah. So I just like looked at that. You know, you go in your camera phone and then you take the picture and then the other one shows up right there while you're taking it. And then it just made me want to blow my brains out. So um, not really, not really. Um, but, but also really. But yeah. Um, so because <laughs> th- this just adds on, right? Because it just, that's what shit does in life. It piles on. Hey, shit rolls downhill. Yeah. Um, so something happened with um, just the HCM side of where I'm working, right? We just have Christmas, which is personally to me really stressful time. Um, and you're spending all your money and then, you know, you got rent on the first and, you know, w- credit card bills, whatever, paying cars, yada, everybody knows, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. And when you're, you know, like a, a full-time hourly employee and you just don't get paid on time right from the holidays, it's really frustrating. Um, especially, yeah, it's yeah, like it'll make your heart sink. Like it, it fucking gives you anxiety. There's no doubt about it. And it's like just kind of messed up sometimes because like people yeah, that have a do. lot of money or like the way things are supposed to be handled, like I don't know if they're out of touch or they just don't care. But it's it you know not cool. Um, and the and like the the thing that really just went I like I got nuts on. They hit me up. Um, you know, it's really cool. Like, and I'm not like, honestly, I don't want to seem super mad because it's great and I love it. And like a lot of good things happen for me. Um, you know, I get a company vehicle, can drive it. They pay for my gas. It's dope whenever. But the thing is like, when I come down here, I pay tolls. Um, that's just how it is in PA. And of course the Pennsylvania government sucks. Nothing new there. I mean, look at uh, the bald guy with the glasses that Tommy you know, Wolf, his Wolf, wife, Wolf, Wolf. his wife can do things that other wives can't. So that's cool. <laughs> but, um, you can't deduct from payroll for like the toll. So I had to write a money order and they're like hitting me up over this money order when I'm still owed for like 16 hours and it was just the holidays. I'm like, you guys cannot be like serious right now. Right. Yeah. You, you I, know what I mean? Like, cause what if, what if in the, in my situation, which is not because I have, you know, people that got my back and stuff, if you had seven but if kids. like, if, that, if it's the, you exactly. know, the small amount of money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If I have children or there's other things Daycare like any, you know, right now, my student loans are on hold because of everything that's going on. So like, even that is saving my ass. But the fact that people are hitting you up for, for money when they owe you for like 16 hours, 
It's 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 infuriating. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like Eli just said, you have kids, or or you're just a young college kid, or just out of college, and you just your first job. And of course, you're not that great with money, but you expect to be paid on time for the work you've done. I like that's just like how do you fuck up payroll? I There's just a can't simple solution that. too. If your hourly employees just create an Excel sheet, if you have a set schedule, reach out to the manager, and then ask who's on PTO. Whoever and then whoever's not just paying for the amount of hours they're supposed to work. Boom, problem yeah. solved. Yeah, um, easy. That definitely sucks. I'm sorry that happened to you. Uh, on a lighter note, we have a little uh, holiday party karaoke story. Am yeah. I? Am I right? Yeah. Oh, coupled with some cornhole, which I know most uh, beer holsters tend to enjoy. A nice game of cornhole. Standard holiday party. Uh, you know it's great. Get to see everybody. You get a nice meal. You go over all the positives of the year. And everybody's feeling good, and we got a nice bar. Congre- thanks to our CEO, you know, he took care of us. So we're sitting at the table, and a future possible podcast guest, I'm going to throw this out there, Anthony Albunio, I know Ralph knows him. I'm not sure anybody else in the room. I think Nick does as well. He, he uh, formally suggested a beer for us, so yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, true. He, he did on. do that. got to get this guy. Yeah, I'm not super professional, I, I guess. IT guy. Yeah, so he's got some stories. I put him through the ringer a little bit when he he said he wanted to come on. And I was like, all right, we're good. But uh, long story short, you know, IT, he knows what he knows. And he saw a microphone, he saw a speaker, and he saw a screen. And he saw a lot of drunk people with an open bar. And what any great mind would do would put all those things together for karaoke in front of all the people who pay your bills. So I was singing some karaoke with the guy from IT, Anthony Albunio, who you'll probably meet, but... Here's here's a question out of that, right? So, you know, I had a good time. All three of you, we'll start with Nick, and we'll go Frank, Jared. If you were put on the spot at a holiday work party to sing karaoke, what are you singing? Wagon Wheel. Wow. We played that during Christmas, too. That's wild. Crowd favorite can't go wrong, easy words. Impressive with the response on that. And shout out Hootie, even though he's not Hootie, but he's Hootie. Frank, what are you singing? Uh, probably Sister Christian by Night Ranger. Wow. I'm motoring. That's my song. Dude, that sounds like a, like a car. That's a tough one, man. Probably, you Avenged, have to have your karaoke Avenged song ready. Probably. Or, or sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back. I'll give you a little more time to think. It's Sister Christian by Night Ranger or Wait by the band. Okay. Back to back. I, I got mine. It's, uh, it's, but it's got to be a duet. It's up, down. By Morgan Wallen. Up, you know, down, like, up, down. And then you just like team up with someone. You sing Wallen and then the other does FGL. My cousin and I used to do it all the time oh, going out. Okay. We pulled from that too. Let me tell you. Oh, like, we got we did some good. experience. Yeah, we did well. We got some performance experience. I like that. I had to like recall that memory, you know, because I knew it was in there somewhere. I had a nice yin in hand. So whatever. Oh, I would have sang. Beautiful. I would have sang yeah. Mariah Carey Christmas tunes at that point. I got a yang on me. I got that thing on me. We're good. Dude, if, if I had your voice, I'd sing like the Ghana national anthem. I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of keeping that thing on me, I got a beautiful, beautiful Sheesh. hop hazer from Victory Brewing Company. It's a hazy IPA, 6%. You saw uh, that. Oh, you saw is, that. No way. X Golf so, bottle okay. opener yeah, for the win. Shout have, out Robin and Rob. Thank you. Open. Hold that up for the, hold, hold that up. Wow, that, yeah. it goes so it goes green when you open up your beer, and that's pretty cool. It's a and bottle it says opener from Luke Skywalking on them haters, bitches. Um, so yeah, we got uh, Victory Hop Hazer. Uh, Jared said that he is probably going to give this a ten, so it's <laughs> it should be really good. 
Uh, Spellbound by Haze, the hop hazer emerges from the winter realm with a brew loaded with innovative hops. Wow, what kind of innovation are they talking? Notes of pineapple, citrus, and gooseberry. Huh? Mm. What's a gooseberry? I don't know, Enchant I like your it. senses and tame the winter blues. <laughs> Oh man! Ooh, this is good. Mm. This is very good. It's a it's a little like on the warm side too. I, I had like, the cooler. Unfortunately, I kind of like how they have the brewmaster's approval like written on the side of the beer. That's cool. Bill and Ron, shout out to Bill and Ron for brewing this beer Facts, for me, dude. I love victory. Oh my god! <laughs> what are you giving it? Wow, this is a really good beer. Like this is a hazy IPA that's six percent. But I could drink a lot of these, I think. Yes, that's why I like them. I drink like three or four, watching football, pounding them. Like usually with these kind of beers, I can only have like one or two. But like Jared just said, like I could probably have like five, six of these. Isn't there like, there's like a mysterious lightness to it. You know what yeah, I mean? You don't know where it's really coming from. good. But it's there. I like this a lot. I'm going to go with a, I don't even know. This might be my highest. Have I ever given a score this high? I don't know. But it might be um, like an 8.5 for me. There we go. This is a really good beer. So I'm trying to figure out the flavor, but every time I try to think about the flavor, I just want to take another sip. This is a really good beer, The one I had locked in my head was 8.4, so fuck you, Frank, for one-upping me. 8.4 on this one. This is good, dude. Hazy's are my favorite beer of all time. So, god damn, 8.4. Dude, I... This this beer looks like it's got Dumbledore on it. And one time I took a personality test for a Harry Potter thing, and I got Dumbledore. So I feel like I identify a little bit, you know, <laughs> old and close to death, well and dealing with the mentors. But also, this beer is phenomenal. This it's just it it goes down like an ale, but it's right? a hazy. So you have the ale feel. It's like a nice smooth Lamborghini ride, but you got the Jeep look. You're all rugged and tough, bro. Feeling good. Three in, you might fight somebody. I'm. This is probably my highest score ever. I'm gonna go with a nine point one. I'm going way up. I'm I'm a guy who's very critical on most things, and this thing is just what you think of. I agree, man. Beer. This is a so gr- many great things this going is on a here. Great, great guys, beer. Bring, bring it together. Merry Christmas. Come on, happy new year. Well oh, done. Yeah, this it's is. Delicious. I mean, this is amazing. This is a really good beer, and I probably would have went higher, but. I just like know we're gonna rate so many other beers, but this is a really good beer, man. So, um, like I said last time when I was on, we, uh, my girlfriend and I just moved to Downingtown, which is like literally right by Victory's, you know, one of their brewing companies' headquarters, and you know you can do the tours, whatever this and that. But they have them in the grocery stores too. You know, you can buy a beer in Acme, Wegmans, whatever, and. Every time I run out, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm in the grocery store and I'm buying a six pack. Like, immediately when I run out, that's how much I love this beer. Um, I mean, just look at it. I mean, purple's my favorite color. So he's got purple hat. He's going, Go he's Cavs. Dumbledore. He's going Emperor Palpatine, Rick Sanchez, fucking chemistry into these hops and just making the most delicious. He's ever wizards never die. The man. font with the, yeah they don't and and the font with like the shadow on the back and then like I mean you can't beat it what, and it's just delicious. What are you giving it? I'm going like nine point nine. It's so gotta be. So guys, I just want to say that <laughs> it's at gotta be December. You said nine point nine. December twenty ninth of twenty twenty one. We have found. Our number one rated beer. Let's go. After Woo! 
after over six months of doing this podcast Hell in the year yes. 2021. So shout out to Victory, Hop Hazer from Victory Brewing Company. Sponsor it is us. Drink best, it. This is overall the best rated beer that we have had. And listen, we're fucking alcoholics. Best yeah. beer ever. <laughs> this is a really good beer. Get it, right? scoop it up. Congrats to fucking Hot Pazer for victory, bro. You already know what I'm drinking at golf this week, dude. Yeah. Uh, Moving on to a guy that probably drinks a lot of beers. We just have to touch on John Daly real quick. Shout out to him and his son, who's an absolute unit already, winning the PNC Championship. That was fucking awesome. Dude, he was with, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the Nelk Boys, right? Yeah. Right. I was watching clips on TikTok of uh, his, his, their podcast interview episode of him. Dude, so not only they were like, "What's the most you ever spent at a strip club?" He said, "Like he went went out with like an ex fling, blah blah blah." She took him there. His tab was twenty seven grand, and a random guy paid for it. A random guy paid. He was like, "Let me pick up your tab. I'll, I'll send you all the video stuff." He's like, "Let me pick up your tab." He's like, "You don't want to pick up this tab." He's like, "Let me see." Uh, oh, <laughs> he's like, "I got you, bro." He walked out without having to pay in a single dime. Twenty-seven fucking grand in a titty bar in, in Augusta. That's unreal. And John Daly picked up his tab. That's dude, fucking awesome. Yeah. No, no, some random dude picked up John Daly's tab. Oh my god! Right? John Daly, you're didn't that much have of a goat. It. He's the richest guy there in the room, and he didn't even have to pay the bar maybe tab because wasn't. someone loves him that much. Uh, maybe he wasn't. Who knows? Could be like a Google stock guy or whatever. Yeah, you know. But uh, dude, the best was I saw a video of him. He's got a heater in his mouth, barefoot, one hand, drink yes. in his hand, and he hits a fucking hole in one. Love that. I love. It was like John a chip Daly. shot, right? It was yeah. like twenty. It was like probably it like it wasn't far, but it was longer. Than it was the probably point. something you would take like if with the fifty-six, maybe it was, it like, was like forty, fifty yards, yards to the pin. No, yeah. it was probably longer than that. So but still, it was like, a tough green though because it was it was two tiered. You had to roll it up, and he got it on top and I mean, just, just dunked it. Drink in hand, one handed, heater in mouth. Like yeah. that's fucking awesome. So, <laughs> so you know how we <laughs> on the back nine, whenever we're playing rounds together, we normally do dollar hole or we do like you know loser has uh-huh. to buy rounds at the bar yeah. when we go. They were like, what's the most you've ever done? He's like, 35 grand a hole, dude. 35 grand. Holy shit, dude. I can't imagine 10 bucks a hole. That would hurt at the end of the day. But 35 grand. They're like, what's the most you ever won? He said like $600,000, $700,000. I could probably hold Bro. my own in like $100 uh, you know, hundred dollars per hole, but I can't yeah. imagine like multiple, multiple thousands. Yeah, I don't need that kind of sweat. That's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. like golf course. I mean, I kill myself. John Daly is the menace to society, and he's everything that we want to be when we're older. John Daly is the lunch beer's idol. Yeah, as of right no now, that's so true. As of right now, he's definitely one of our heroes. He's fucking for man, sure. Bro. Uh, moving on to another absolute legend of the game. Uh, just recently passed away, R.I.P. John Madden. I mean, I think everyone in this room, like, everyone in this room has never met the guy, never even been close proximities with the guy, but we've all been seriously touched by him, whether it's through his his video game or his his commentary on games we watched or just his larger-than-life personality. Uh, just a true RIP to a fucking legend, and it sucks. I mean, did you guys watch the uh, his documentary on Christmas Day? Uh, I'm gonna get my Dude, hands on it. So it's uh, it's, on it's gonna list. be put on um, ESPN Plus t- today, and then it's also gonna re air tomorrow on Fox. So if you guys want to catch it, it's so fucking Can good. Can we just get a slug for Madden? Yes. Can we all just cheers. take a moment of silence? Moment Lunch of silence, beers slug. Way. Yeah, cheers. Nice little slug. There we go. 
But yeah, I mean, just it's crazy, man. Like, and I read this thing like in life, I'm I, I want to strive to have like one good professional career, right? This guy, John Madden, has had like four. I mean, he's been an extremely successful NFL coach. He's been an extremely successful um, commentator. He probably one of the best color guys of all time. Even a businessman. I saw. I was reading some shit where he like predicted the almond boom in America. So he bought up a bunch of fucking almond farms in California before almonds were like as popular as they are, and made a fortune off of them. Like this guy just kills it. In everything he does, and with such a huge face of football, uh, so a big rip there. Um, but moving on from that, on a lighter note, because uh, you know we we do don't we do don't take things seriously. Does that make sense? We Maybe don't, we don't do flip that allegedly. Allegedly, I like that because you can get out of anything with allegedly. Um, what the fuck is going on with college football, Jared? Give us a quick uh, synopsis. Oh, man. I know I've said this before, but if you just need to see the lack of leadership in the world, look no further than the NCAA. I mean, the asinine decision-making, just the stupidity, the absolute robbery of childhood dreams, and, you know, just the painful, painful reality as a fan. Corruption at its finest. It's just fucking disgusting. I mean, how about last night? We're still doing this. We're still... It's two and a half years. How long are we going to do it? We're still doing this. They cancel the game literally a few hours before UCLA gets in. Or UCLA, they do do it to NC State again. Oh, you want to play in the College World Series? Too bad. Oh, you want to have a bowl game and, you know, have a great moment with your teammates before you graduate and don't get to play in the pros? Too bad. And we're still doing it. Like, it's just... And then, oh, let's go into the Rose Bowl. It's got to be on Saturday. Man, it's got to be. Like, we don't have a playoff. There's only certain, you know, Frank Frank was telling me earlier, oh, the, you know, the voting, there's a certain amount of years they got to vote. Like, what is this nonsense? It's why do we stupid. put up Why do we put up with nonsense? Seriously. It's so frustrating. And, I, dude, my heart just goes out to all those players and all those kids that put so much time in, like, they, they, they sacrifice so many moments in their life so that they could be at that level, and it just gets taken away from them by stupidity. It sucks because we put up with the nonsense because we can't do anything, and that's like the hardest part. Yeah, it's annoying. But we can't, like, we can't. I don't want to get into it. Yeah, don't I mean, don't watch, don't look up if you if you're feeling what we're feeling because you'll get mad. Yeah, that sucks. I just want to uh, do a quick uh, uh, status report on the New York Football Giants. Um, I almost killed myself this weekend. Um, but that's okay. Um, I saw a report from very uh, solid sources saying that they're going to retain Joe Judge and Daniel and Daniel Jones, and that fucking sucks because they both Beautiful. suck. Punting can be aggressive. Um, Punting me, can be well, aggressive. Let me keep going. Let me keep going. And apparently, the favorite <laughs> to take over the GM spot is uh, the assistant GM. Kevin Abrams, who was there for everything. So it's pretty much like we're not having a new GM because he was there for fucking everything. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm at with the Giants. And, um, yeah. I'm just looking at the three of you. Ralph looks confused. Like, Ralph legitimately looks confused and Nick's sad. 
And I can see it's you're very, you're it's angry. It's a very sad time yeah, for I'm a sorry. very honestly Tough. storied franchise. I mean, we have what the third most Super Bowls out of all the fucking NFL teams, and we can't figure it the fuck out because John Mara is an incompetent fucking asshole who doesn't know what to do. Like him, like R.I.P. Wellington because he was the fucking man. I miss him so much, and his son fucking sucks, man. Fuck. <laughs> Just end it for me, dude. <laughs> Just end it. Danny Dimes. Listen, Danny Dimes, you are a very accurate passer, and your statistics. <laughs> He's a glorified backup. You're, you're, That's what yeah, he is. Your, your statistics on pass completion and everything, phenomenal. But, dude, you, you're not winning games. Dude, and John John Mara I, I can't I, hold the socks of Wellington listen, Mara. I, I, don't oh. care, I don't care if you say the O-line, your offensive weapons, blah, blah, blah. Our defense isn't even that bad, right? They're, they're half decent. But listen, Joe Burrow went into the Bengals. The Bengals are ass, and Joe Burrow made them better. That is the role of a quarterback. They are so influential on every single aspect of the field, on scoring points and making sure that their team wins. It doesn't matter how terrible the people you are around you, the people around you are. If you are a phenomenal quarterback, you'll find a way to get points. And Danny Dimes has a half-ass team, so he barely manages to get in field goal range, but he does not get points even in situations where he should never even score ever no matter what a Joe Burrow because I like using him as a comparison would would find a way to score the points even if he had nothing and my, Aaron Rodgers would do the same thing okay. it pisses me off he's okay. a backup he's my a backup. thing is wow this guy was like super average at Duke he must be a franchise quarterback like who fucking thinks like that stop drafting anything but basketball from Duke Exactly. Outside of our linebacker, I'm gonna give you that. Outside of our linebacker, yeah, uh, he's from Kentucky. So I think Never Nick mind. brings up a really good point um, that he started with in regards to Joe Burrow, and it's something I'd like to talk about because Ooh, Jared, what do you want to talk about, Joe Burrow? I'm looking at comeback player of the year right now, and he's plus five hundred. And why is Dak six to one what minus about, six hundred? You got a late. He's not six to one. You got to you got to lay six hundred. What about what about Joe Burrow stats against the Ravens? You talk good for about him, that? dude. He absolutely he absolutely <laughs> eviscerated a depleted, sick, injured defense. And he showed how dominant he can be. And my hat's off to him. Because honestly, it was sick to fucking watch. Like Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, who I picked up, didn't play him, had him on the bench. So obviously kind of still rooting for him just for egotistical purposes. But yeah, I mean he's he's disgusting. And I think he'll do, you know, not as well, obviously, as he did last week, but he'll do well this week. And I think, but I, I just really want to bring up, like, why is, like, this is something, an argument that I heard from Mitch and Paul, you know, FTM, loved that show. Why, why is he 5-1? to one? Because how he's having just as good a season as Dak. I just think that Dak's injury was way more devastating. But how is an ACL not devastating? Because Dude, Dak's yeah. ankle was looking northwest, yeah, and his bro. body was northeast. Oh, so it's, the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the grade of the bro, injury that determines who the best comeback I mean, is? Dude, it's or is because body. he was on, they, they brought this up. This was their thought, but they oh, it's because it's on prime time and everyone saw it. So oh, because you played at one o'clock and you got your fucking ACL ripped, it's uh, and you're having a sick season. I want you're five to one. I, I think, just think that's like you, I think with there's an advantage there. No, maybe listen, you got a dump with on today's that. Today's medicine and ACL injury is not as bad as a fully 
broken ankle. Okay. That's what I Dude, think. every right. broken ankle right. is unique. Like, the bone does not break the same. Just yeah. like an ACL. If an ACL is pulled off, it's it, torn. It tears it's the gone. same. Yeah. They know it's an ACL tear. Yeah. Oh, an ankle break? Okay. What part of the ankle is broken? Is it another direction? What does it look like? There's a lot more questions. Yeah, ligaments, nerves. That's you the know, only thing feeling. I think. I, I get that. I mean, they both hurt, though. Like, yeah, you know, that's dude, what I'm getting 100%. At. 100%. Can I, can I just I agree shout with you out there, the fact that Frank made it on that show? Yeah, right, the post? Frankie, well, well, bro. Well, no, 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 no. Frankie. Me and Jared. Me you and Jared. And, Jared. and, and Lunch Beers you, Pod Tag was on Nesson. Yeah, we, we made it. The at, largest yep. sports network in the New England area. We, we made it up there, dude. Frankie with his fucking ballsy Barefoot guts. bitch and, yeah. and Max so, Fitness, dude. Yeah, I'll, Max I'll tell fitness, the story real yeah. quick. I'll tell the story real quick. So I was, I was in Max, and... And, like, don't get me wrong. I get when people squat or do leg exercises with their shoes off, but they have socks on. Yes. And they don't walk around the whole gym. Like, if they're in the squat rack, they take their shoes off of the squat rack, and they put their shoes back on at the squat rack. This bitch walked across the gym from the squat rack to the leg press barefoot. Oh, my God. She was barefoot. How did they not throw her out? Bro, she was barefoot. This is why we fail, because then, people don't stand up to tyranny. Yeah, but then she hopped on the leg press barefoot. She was barefoot. <laughs> oh. the, Could you smell them? The bottoms of her feet were bare. I yo, I couldn't I couldn't fathom it. I couldn't believe it. I was I was in shock. I was oh, yeah. in shock. Oh, so, my yeah, God. I tweeted that out, and then Jared sent it to uh, Mitch and Paul, who I love, too. I love Follow the Money. I love those guys. Um, and they uh, brought us up on there, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, right? And, you know, they roast people with bare feet. So if you if you find them, it's like uh, at Mitch Mott's Radio, at Paulie Howard, tweet them. If you see anyone barefoot anywhere, they will exploit these people, and it will be seen across North America and we need to expose these people because it's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's not ideal. There's a lot of things that weren't ideal about this weekend. That's <laughs> one of them. And I'm 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 just going to preface you. I got a couple minutes here. It's, I got a lot of pain to work through. <laughs> and guess what? You just signed up to be my therapist. <laughs> Welcome aboard. This is it's a big train. So we had a bad ticket beat parlay. I put this on the outline and I'm the only one that's got anything. So we're just going to rip through this one. Four touchdown parlay. Corderell Patterson, touchdown. Stefan Diggs, touchdown. Tyler Boyd, touchdown. Who doesn't score a touchdown? Cooper Cup. And that would have paid my rent, but it's fine. We're going to go right into the fantasy update. You know why? Because we got more pain in the fantasy update. Here we go. Starting with the fantasy football team. We lose by a fat 2.5. Devontae Parker. Yo, my boy, I just want to talk to you for a sec, okay? Okay, I don't know if it's you. I don't know if it's Tua. I don't know the deal, right? I go into my Monday. I'm going through work all day, and I'm feeling it. I'm feeling pain. I'm feeling a lot of bad. But you know what I feel? I feel okay because I might have a shot against Frank that <laughs> night. You had to get 15 yards. My boy, that's like me getting to work at 8 and leaving at 9. Like, I don't understand how you don't get that accomplished. I lost to Frank. Shout out to him. Beat Jared in the chip, so I have at least an excuse. I lost a champion. Fade Kosa against Kosa in the playoffs. Another talking point. He's putting his hand up in the air, but let's be honest. You beat him by .44, and he lost a running back in the first quarter. Cheer all you want. Deflated footballs? I don't know. I feel some something spicy going on. He might be in a little corruption. Stick it insider. 
Nikki Q, fresh off vacation, beating Connor, who I, I heard through the grapevine didn't set his lineup by yeah, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's fine. Doesn't matter because you guys aren't in the winning bracket. <laughs> so then you got Team Smith, Brita Mimita, 64.58 to 64.68. This is how you don't play fantasy football, ladies and gentlemen. Move on to your boy Juice against the Slump Busters. I wanted you in the playoffs, Slump Busters. Tommy Straz. Fresh out of Staten Island, I think so. Not Long Island. Long Island. Strong Island, baby. Island. Home, home of Gino's Pizza. I wanted you. I would have beaten you. I didn't get you. I lost. I'm with you. Here we go. Back to Stefan and Home Much Gods. Ralph finishing it off. Nice little win. There's a lot of pain in that. I thank you for sticking with me, but it's 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 some good entertainment, even at my default. Was that Monday Night Football game not the just the most wild fucking shit you've ever experienced? Because <laughs> we yes. all had players. Yeah. Every single one of us had players in that game. We needed to do something. I, yeah. I just want to say that Connor and I had the both the highest scoring weeks, and we lost the first round yes. of playoffs, so we would have dominated into the finals uh, if we beat the first week. Dude. Well, yo, how about so I got Damian it. Harris sitting on my bench with three tuds, as Stephen yeah. Smith Sr. likes to say. Three tuds. I started Melvin Gordon because he's going against the 30th-ranked Las Vegas Raiders runch defense, and he gets negative four yards. You want to talk about, oh, Sag's injury. How about that? Harris coming off a hamstring against the Bills' sixth-best run defense. Three tuds. And I have him on the bench, and I had to sweat that out. Gazeki with the garbage-time reception to save my balls. And guess what? I'm not going to make the mistake of playing Melvin Gordon ever again. <laughs> no, I will say that it's just crazy. Like, fantasy football is just so crazy because I was hoping and praying that Nikki Q would beat Eli in the first round because I just thought I had a better Let, chance. Listen, I just thought listen, Devontae Parker listen. was capable of 15 yards. Nah, it's two. I, it ain't I him. swapped out my running backs, bro. Pat's running back got injured. Harris, right? Is it Harris on, on Pat's running back? Their RB1? Damian Harris? He was injured, so I had Stevenson, who became RB1, and I was like, I faded Bill Belichick on all of my locks of the week and got beat. So I'm going to take the RB1 and go with Belichick, and you know what? I fucking lost the round one playoffs because I was swapping out my running backs because I believed in Belichick. After fading him. After fading him. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's tough. Fantasy football sucks. And again, you know, Eli... Is one of my best friends. Love the kid to death. But I was so fucking hyped. Mahomes got benched <laughs> in the fourth quarter. I lost a whole quarter of a quarterback. It's just Bro. crazy because so many things had to go right for me to win that game, and they all did. Eli's life has been like the Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker fight on repeat. His just own. between playing his dad... Playing Nick, playing Frank, you just like you know. Sometimes you gotta eliminate your friends when you don't want to, but hey, it's either you his, or me, you know. His life is like Odell after the boat pick. Oh, oh dude, don't even get a, me started. That's, that's a lot, dude. Don't even get me started because that's all I see. Um, <laughs> I, I just can't. I just can't. Um, fuck, I forgot what I was gonna say. Box of the that. week. Yeah, let's move on to box of the week. I do. I do regress. Because the fucking Patriots lost to the Colts uh, two weekends ago, which I thought could not happen, but it's okay. I'm 12 and 9, so still plus money if you've been following me. And I have a play this week that's a guaranteed winner. 
You heard you heard it, guys. You heard it here first. Guaranteed winner. Cardinals. I know they've been sucking lately, but listen out. Cardinals plus five and a half. Cardinals plus five and a half is going to be a winner. That is my episode lock of the week. Okay, I've been uh, stroking off fucking Joe Burrow this Whoa. episode. So I actually picked up when we were getting drinks at the bar downstairs. I picked up the Bengals at plus five and a half. I'm riding that like wave, that. dude. I'm six and four right now because I've missed a couple episodes throughout the season. But Bengals plus five and a half. We believe in Joe Burrow. I like that play. Yeah, I'm just going to take New England by anything. They're playing the Jags. So that's my lock. New England by anything. <laughs> if you can buy New England at any given circumstance, I want you to put money on it. I do think Bill Belichick lost two straight. He's angry. He's yeah. just going to fuck up these Jaguars. And guess, and guess who I got starting? Damian Harris this week. And he, I want three more tuds. But I'm going with the return of Lamar. He's back, baby. And um, I think everyone saw what he did to the Rams on Monday night. And Sean McVay's a great coach. And asked in the beginning of the season, they said, hey, Lamar, do you think everyone's got you figured out? He said, nah. So this is a chance to prove it. See if he can get McVay again. We're at home. We're plus three and a half. We have the greatest kicker that's ever lived. And we're 12 and three in our last 15 as an underdog. Full send Ravens three and a half. With that being said, boys www.lunchbeerspodcast.com. Check out all our new content episodes. We have YouTube up now for video content. I'm staring right in the fucking camera right now. Subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Uh, probably doing some giveaways on that and whatnot shortly. But tons of great content. Great to see you guys. Look at, look at the bottle. Lo- love we're, you guys. We're 40, 29, and 1. Hot Hazer. We are 40, 40, 29 and 1. 40, 29 and 1. That is a fire. Sh- that is a sh- a group of sharp bet level that no one's ever seen before. Okay, Follow- Trump, relax. <laughs> I need to Follow us on everything, boys. www.lumpscrewspodcast.com. And we will see you next week. Happy New Year.